0: Welcome to the Temple of God Church of God in Christ. A word for you. Hi, I'm Pastor Henry Marley. You may be in your car right now, and you turn to this station. Let me tell you, it was a word for you. God meant for you to turn that channel. You may be at home right now, relax and sit back. We hope to take you on a journey to God's word that will bless your hearts may make a difference in anyone else, call them on the phone right now. You'll be shocked how God will change your life to words, wonderful words, beautiful words, wonderful words of life. So God bless you. We hoping that you are attentive to this message, and I want you to sit back, get your spoon and fork out. It's going to be great. God bless you. Words of life and beauty. We used to sing this song a long time ago. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Today you hear to listen to a word for you. Yes, I looked along the cages unmistakably called life down corridors to echo with the noise of sin and strife. All night and day I tremble in my restless search for life until I came full circle back to God, the source of life. Today I want to talk to you about words. Words are powerful. And it's one word that I think is glorious and precious and wonderful. It's called the concept of redemption. Today I want to talk about redemption. And redemption is a beautiful word used in the Bible so many times. Uh, It's the word neutrosis. Neutrosis is a root word. When you put the prefix apple on it, it's apple Neutrosis, and that means redemption. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about New back Redemption. Back in uh, the late 1800s, there was a lady named Harriet Tublin. Uh, she was the primary conductor of the Underground Railroad. And she used to go into the South, and she will rescue people at high costs to herself and danger to herself. And bring them back up north, primarily to Canada. And this process was called the process of redemption. That's what it was called. To high price cost of her own life. She could have lost her life trying to do that. And also in the Bible, we discuss this concept of redemption in the Bible. It's the same process that God used to redeem us from our sins. Yes, first of all, we got to look at this thing, redemption. It's a great word, but why do we need redemption? Well, we understand during the time of Harriet Tublin that there were people that was enslaved. They, They were born enslaved. You know, we look at our precious children. They are so wonderful. When they're little kids, they slobber on themselves. They break out into tandramonium. They have all kind of fits. God made them beautiful children. So little and cute so you will not kill them. He didn't make them real big because they would kill you. Because we're born in sin, according to Romans 3 and 23. We're shaped in iniquity. David said, in my mother's womb, I was conceived a sinner, let's go real quick to John and let's talk about the need for redemption. John the 8th chapter in the 44th verse, it says, and ye are of your father, the devil. That's what Jesus said. In the lust of your father, ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and he abide not in the truth because there is no truth in him. And he speaks a lie, he speaks it of himself, his own, cause he is a liar and the father of liars. But what I noticed, he engrafted, he pulled us into that same ball game. He said, We are of our father, the devil. That so we need to be redeemed if the devil is our father. Let's go to the 34th verse. In the 34th verse, Jesus answered and said unto the very, very I said unto you, Whosoever committed sin is a slave to sin a slavery, we were brought into sin. So sin, when we look at this thing called sin, sin is a transgression against the law of God. We were contaminated by sin in the garden when Adam decided to follow the lead of his wife and eat from that fruit, disobeying God, plunging not just us into sin, but the whole entire world. Because the Bible says even the world groans to be closed upon with a new body. It want to be closed because slavery took over everything and everybody. And we've been enslaved in these bodies and, and we're in slavery to darkness and to death and to sin. We walking in these cages unmistakably, locked up, called life. And dear Jesus come to redeem us. Back when you look at the word redemption and look at what it really is, what it means, it means to buy or to purchase. When you look at the word redeem, let's go real quick to Titus 3 and 3. Titus 3 and 3, and in Titus 3 and 3, it says, For we ourselves, letting us know that we was enslaved, but also were sometimes foolish disobedient, deceived, serving diver lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy and hateful and hating one another. That's what God did. That's where we walk. We were lost in sin and God redeemed us from our sins. So sin is the reason slavery pretty much is what we're in. So we need this process a redemption to bring us out of slavery. Now, slavery doesn't just have to do with our, attitude, with our actions. It's also got to do with our attitude. We're not just enslaved uh, through actions. A lot of stuff that we think, it starts inside out. When we fell into sin, it contaminated not just the outside, but it contaminated us, contaminated us inside out. And that's what it, that's the problem. God is trying to get to our hearts because our hearts, people will tell you, God know my heart. The Bible tells us that our hearts are desperately wicked. Who can know it? Our hearts are enslaved, just like the outward. We're enslaved to sin. So when we look at the word redemption, we're looking at it, As a process of setting us captive free. It's buying back, purchasing. We want to talk about redemption for a minute. As I said, redemption in in another word is what you call apple neutrosis. Apple neutrosis, I'm going to give you a little understanding of that, and we can find that in Romans 3 and 24. If we can find that real quick, being justified freely by grace through redemption that is in Christ Jesus through redemption, that's the word we're using. That wonderful word redemption that is bought by Jesus. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Also, you find you find this. In the Old Testament, on the Day of Atonement, on the Day of Atonement, there was a scapegoat. This scapegoat was given to a nation to help people or to bring people from their sins. The priest would lay his hands on two goats and transfer the sin to the goat, and one goat would be slaughtered, and another goat will be set free. And that goat would wander, and they'll take some little young. Shepherd boy would take it out and to keep the goat from wandering back into that city. What that little shepherd boy would do is take that goat to a cliff and shove it off the cliff. That's apple neutrosis, that is redemption. God did that to let you know that it would be impossible for your sins to return back to you, it's permanent removal of sin, meaning that it cannot come back to you. When God set you free, He did it in such a complete way that that's why when I meet people come to me, how righteous they are. The Bible says write righteousness is a filthy rest before the Lord. When people come up to me and begin to tell me how they are 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 so okay and I'm good and and I listen to that stuff. But even when the man ran up to Jesus and said, Jesus, you're good. Jesus said, no, don't tell me I'm good. Now, he represents man. He said, only one good is God. When we try to take our little penny-pinching life and try to say, God, I it means something. God look at it and say, it means nothing. Without Jesus, Jesus paid the price that satisfied God. John in 1 and 29 said, behold. The Lamb. Notice this. The Lamb of God. The Lamb. Oh yeah. The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So that's what he came to do to take away our sin. We can do it. In Hebrews, it says it was impossible for the blood of sheep and goats. And all of these other kind of animals, turtle doves, and all the animals they used, it, it, it appealed, it appeased God for a minute because that they were being obedient. But it only took away their sin for 20, for, for 12 months, for a year, when they put that escape. They had to do that over and over. And it was a bloody mess. They were always killing duck, uh, turtle doves and goats and sheep. Uh, but when this man was offered up once, the Bible said he purged our sins forever. Ever, oh yeah. When God died for you, when Jesus died on that cross for you, He saved you for eternity. He saved you forever. He was the the sacrifice that was needed to take. And, and we got and some of you. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that old. I don't like to say how old I am, but I know some of you that 40 years and older. Y'all remember S and H green stamps. Y'all remember how when you went to the grocery store, you could buy groceries and they will give you these green stamps. Now, when you got these green stamps, you got so many of them. There was a place where you could take these green stamps and redeem something, purchase something with it. They would literally give it to you because you had these green stamps. Matter of fact, they called these places that wasn't at the grocery store, redemption centers understand, ain't that a good understanding to know that this is apple neutrosis. They went there. You understand redeeming. It was so. It was such a blessing. Boy, you went to the store, but you couldn't redeem everything there. See, the turtle doves and lambs and sheep couldn't redeem us like Jesus. And if you had so many of these stamps, you could get some bubble gum. You could go buy a, 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 a bicycle, but there was other things there that if you had enough green stamps, If you had the right amount, you could purchase a stove, a refrigerator, everything in that green, in that place, that redemption center, you could get it. You could redeem it with those green stamps if you had enough. And if you had the right amount, they would give it to you literally for free because you had the right amount. Jesus was the right thing. He was the perfect sacrifice. He was the lamb without spot or blemish. He satisfied God, not only in the fact that he was perfect, but he satisfied the wrath of God. When God said, I am a holy God, and I am a righteous God, and vengeance is mine, and I have to repay sin, and God, he satisfied even the very anger and the wrath of God which So therefore, we're set free if we believe in Jesus Christ. So these green steps was set up. So when Jesus died, if you go to Ephesians 4 or 1 Peter, it said he led captivity captive. On Friday, what Jesus did, he purchased us. Oh, on that cross, on a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. He became a curse for us. On Friday, for it says cursed is anyone that hangs upon a tree. So now let's talk about, we talked about the backdrop of redemption, which is sin. Now let's talk about what it costs, what redemption costs. It costs Jesus his life. On Friday, he was nailed up to the cross. He was hung up for our hangups. He died a perfect man, no sin, and the ways of sin is death, so he had no sin, so it was illegal for, the, for him to die. And on Saturday he went to the redemption center. The Bible says he received enough green stamps because he went to the redemption center, he led captivity captive, he went down there and got all them souls out of paradise, led captivity captive, redeemed all them people out of that compartment in hell, taking them back to heaven on the third day. He rose and the Bible says the graves of the saints even some got up and he rose and he took all of them. And now to die is to be present with the Lord. Oh yeah. This is the cost. There's a cost that had to be paid. The Bible makes it clear to us. That without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. That's Ephesians 1 and 7. It said that he had to pay for it with his blood. That's how Jesus paid for our sin. Without the life is in the blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission. Deuteronomy 12 and 23. Life is in the blood. And then let's go to Hebrews 9 and 11. Hebrews 9 and 11. There you go. 9 and 11. And what it says here in Hebrews 9 and 11, it says, but Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and a more perfect tabernacle, not made with hand, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats, or calves, But by his own blood, he entered once into the holy place, having attained eternal redemption. When Jesus died for you, it wasn't a 12-month thing. It ain't a year thing. You ain't saved today, and tomorrow you ain't saved. No, it ain't got nothing to do with you. If you have faith in Jesus Christ, it got something to do with him. When you give your life to Jesus, that's why I see people faltering and failing. I say don't fall away from God, fall to God because your salvation is complete. What Jesus did for you, let me tell you something. I remember one time I was broke and didn't have no money, couldn't pay my bill, and somebody paid it for me. Well, that bill didn't come back to hunt me no more. That bill was paid, although I didn't pay it, somebody paid it for me. For me. Now, I don't care how bad I was, how good I was, we all to meet bad children before a good father. Oh, the Bible says, I'll write righteousness and the filthy rags with the Lord. After we done did all our work, say that we are unprofitable. I don't believe that any of us could stand before God saying to him that I did something so great. Oh, no, God don't love you because of anything you did great. While you were yet in sin, Christ died for the ungodly. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes, God love you. How much more then show the blood of Christ, who through his eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from works to serve the living God. So in this verse, it tells you, apple. Neutrosis, eternal redemption That your sin is permanently removed from you This is God's word to you Because God wants you to know the payment That the Holy God required for sin Was perfectly taken care of When I meet people that tell me Well, you know, I keep the Ten Commandments Rich young ruler had the nerve to say that And Jesus said to him, sell all you have and the Bible said, thou shalt not covet. He couldn't sell all he had. He walked away. Whenever we said we could keep the Ten Commandments, I say, this ain't no smorgasbord. You keep this one and keep that one, but you don't keep all of them. Don't give me the smorgasbord mentality. The Ten Commandments is a chain. It is a package deal. What it is, is that if you break one of them, if you was hooked to a chain and it had ten links and you broke one of them, you will fall because it wouldn't make no difference which one you broke because it's a package deal. It's all linked together and God has sent it so through our own righteousness. That's why Paul said, you foolish Galatians who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth following the law because the law can't save you. But we're saved by grace through faith, not by works, lest any man should boast. We're saved because the redemption power, the purchasing power. Oh, when you got money, some people got lots of money. Jesus, the Bible said God is rich and mercy. Some people got lots of money and they got purchasing power and God, Jesus had purchasing power with God. Today I'm here to tell you that today is your day to be purchased by Jesus Christ. Today is your day to allow Jesus to pay for your sins. Oh yeah, so many people I feel I know, they're guilty Their conscience is bothering them And then they think, oh, if I just do Something good, or maybe You know, we try to break through the barrier Man, been trying to do this for years Through religion, try to break through this barrier To get to God, we've been trying to do it Through, for years, if I do good works If if my works outweigh My bad, my good works I could get through, but nothing Could take away your sins But the blood of Jesus What can make you whole again but the blood of Jesus? Listen, cast your care upon him because he cares for you. I don't care what you've done. They said Jeffrey Dahmer, he used to eat people. They said he got saved in jail. If God will forgive him, he'll forgive you for anything. God will set you free if you will come to him just as you are because Jesus is the appeasing power that link the hands of God and Jesus and man together. God gave his son on Calvary. See his bleeding hand, his feet, his side, and the crown that he wear. If you wonder why he came to die, to deliver and set free, to forever set set your soul and to die on Calvary. Yes, Jesus came into this world for you. There is no greater love than this, that a man will give his life to save another. Yet it had to match. A turtle dove can die for a man. A sheep can die for a lamb. An oxen can die for a lamb. A goat can die for a man. But behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of this world. Jesus paid it all. And all to him we owe. Today I'll tell you the greatest word, beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Redemption. Oh yes, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. Bow your heads, let's pray. Father, bless them, save them, deliver them, heal that conscience, that mind, that person, Lord, that feel guilty of sin, for we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Let them know we're all in the same boat pedaling and that God is setting us free from sin through Jesus Christ, Oh, yes, his blood reaches to the highest mountain. His blood flows through the lowest valleys. And the blood that Jesus shed on Calvary, it shall never lose its power. So God bless. I'm here to tell you that the greatest thing I ever met in my life was a man named Jesus. And he gave me the redeeming power to set me free free he paid a price he didn't owe you the debt he couldn't pay I needed Jesus to wash my sins away I sing a a new song amazing grace Christ Jesus paid a debt
1: that I could never pay thank God we have enjoyed the uh, lesson that Pastor Marvley preached and he taught to us today he would love to hear from you you can call him now at 313-424-3065. That's 313-424-3065. Redemption is a great message. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And God wants us to redeem us back to his Father. Now let's, if you really believe that prayer you prayed with him, thank God, rejoice. Because you're part of the family now, you're part of God's family. This message was very important. One of the greatest messages that could be taught, because that's what Jesus came into the world to do—to save man from sin—and we all were sinners. We're going to give you more information now. So, and God bless you today. Have a great day in Christ, and we'll see you next week. Same same place you have been listening to a word for you broadcast a teaching ministry from Pastor Henry Marley in the Temple of God Ministries 9392 Mack Avenue Detroit, Michigan 48214 are you in need of prayer feel free to call us at 313-424-3065 again that's 313 424 424-3065. We hold weekly services promptly at 12 noon every Sunday. We cannot stay on the air without your help. Donations can be made out to the Tomb of God Ministries, 9392 Mack Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48214. Please support this broadcast as we proclaim the Word of God. And please support our feeding and track ministry as well. Thank you in advance. This program is sponsored by the Temple of God Ministries.